Support for this podcast comes from HealthNetics. Do you have nagging aches and pains from your younger, more athletic days? HealthNetics CBD is a premium brand CBD that may help take care of aches and pains, as well as relieve anxiety and sleeplessness. HealthNetics products are all natural, THC-free, made in the USA, and undergo third-party lab testing to ensure quality and purity. All CBD is not the same. Order today with a money-back guarantee at HealthNetics.com and use promo code SPORTS for 20% off. Well, hello once again. Welcome to the 45th installment of Eurobash. I'm Peter Carroll, and I'm joined as always by my beautiful co-host, Noel McGrath. 45, not out. That's it. Is that is that it's a golf. cricket expression? No. <laughs> well, thank God for that. No cricket after a weekend of golf, Pete. <laughs> yes. Bye. And we can talk about the fact that you once again gave me the right tip to uh, win a lot of money on that tournament. And once again, I completely ignored it. But... Um, Let's take a look at these news headlines first, and we'll talk a little bit more about that stuff later. Leon Edwards earns a statement win over RDA in the main event of UFC San Antonio. Quite a performance, wouldn't you say, Noel? Yeah, sensational. Excellent again. Can't believe he did it so, like, you know, so one-sided, so yeah, dominantly. It, it was, was, it was. And maybe one round for RDA, but... Oh, yeah, every round for Leon. That, was, I think yeah. the last one was very close. Yeah, but superlative game. What can you say? Any doubters can literally just shut their fucking mouth at this point because... Yeah. I mean, it the, really is ridiculous. We'll uh, be talking to Leon Ed- Edwards later on the show. Um, he gives us the full take on everything that happened in San Antonio and uh, the state of his manager, Tim Simpson's feet, which we're all looking forward <laughs> to, of course. Uh, this is one I thought I added in here because I thought I might get you a bit excited. Darren Till hints at move to 184. Mm. Did you see that last week on yeah, Instagram? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was, uh, I, I was pleased to see it. You know, he's taking a good bit of time off. He's got the head together. It doesn't seem to be a knee-jerk reaction. And I think that's been very important to assess everything weigh all the options out and I think the move to 185 is, is definitely better for John at this stage of his career as well he's 26 27 go in there make a statement at a better weight class where he can translate I, I believe he'd be able to translate that power over um, and I just think you know man those cuts were just disgusting yeah. that he was making and I think it's a, it's a sensible decision and I, I'm, I'm glad he's done it and taking that time off and hopefully I'd like to see him back around November yeah it'd be great and I mean even looking at the uh the UFC middleweight rankings, like you know, there's some great fights in there. Yeah, from, massively. Uh, Brunson, what do you think of it? Are Anderson you happy? Silva. Yeah, I feel like he needed to make a decision one way or another. You know, um, as I said, I felt like the cut had improved a lot um, with Owen Gallagher. Yeah. But um, you know, if if it's still a pain, like just move up and optimize yourself mm. up there. Like keep the nutritionist, keep everything, because he'll have you at optimum at 185, Definitely. and I think that's what we want. Some great fights at uh, middleweight for him. And, you know, it's going to be hard to uh, get into that title conversation uh, at welterweight really now after two subsequent losses. Definitely, so yeah. why not, I guess, for uh, Darren Till. Glad to see him. I tried to message him today. It looks like his Instagram page is, is down. Yeah, Darren's a, Darren's a tough man to get a hold of at the best of times. <laughs> I did a few weeks ago as well, but uh, no, no joy. <laughs> uh, how about this one? Broken by the Irish Mirror, I believe it was on Tuesday morning. Michael Venom Page versus Richard Coyley. Yeah. Damn! Yeah, you know what it is. Listen, you have to give Richard a yeah, lot of credit I mean, for again, you know, creating his own narrative, getting a fight, pitching for for God knows how long, tagging us and everything, and yeah, 
listen, you know, maybe it's not the fight to make in terms of, you know, what records both guys are at. And I think a lot of people would go along and agree with that. But listen, in terms of a striking matchup, Richard's a former kickboxing world champion as well. It could be an absolute barn burner, you know. And listen, why not? Richard's 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 put it out there. He sold it. I think there's a lot of interest from the Irish fans anyway. So why yeah. not? I mean, I saw a lot of people, um, you know, people like Capoza, very respected members of the MMA community, talking about the step down and stuff like that. But um, and and it is like there's no doubt about it that mm. uh, Douglas Lima is a more accomplished MMA fighter 100%. than Richard Coyley. But will any other fight provoke this kind of interest? Like Richard is going to be bombarding media he's going to be <laughs> making his own posts he's got mvp to kind of trade barbs with him online already so whatever he's doing is working and look i'm going to be very interested to watch that fight i'm very interested we're going to the media day tomorrow on sbg and just yeah. to see uh some of these guys around each other it's going to be very exciting um and on that card uh was announced on the errol hawani espn mma show today uh moyles jury v ben henderson is also the headline fight uh, oh. somehow as well as James Gallagher and Cal Eleanor. It's it's kinda of, they're doing that two different card situation that they did the last time, right, in um London. Yeah. It led to a few issues and that's all I'm gonna say about yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a mess again. What oh right. So what what I can make from it again is right, so for Irish and UK fans listening in, it will be Virgin Media and Channel Five again for the the European series right. portion, which is James Gallagher and Cal Eleanor. And then from the press release, which isn't really the clearest in the world either, um, it basically says that Jory um, against Benson Henderson will be on the Sky Sports portion at 10pm and it alludes to a five-fight card. So I'm presuming so we're getting five put, fights. they're putting Henderson on Sky Sports instead of the looks of Gallagher and that? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the other way around yeah. the same way, but uh, it's just a mess, man. It Look, really hopefully, is. well, we don't know if it's a mess. Last time we lost three or four fights, and that's all. If, if once we yeah. can watch all the fights, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, right? true. That's true, really true, all I care true. about. It's still a pain in the ass, though. Yeah. Um, announced by MMA Junkie uh, Simon Head this morning. Cage Warriors Unplugged Two, a bantamweight yeah. tournament set to go down on September sixth. That's going to be in the BT Sports Studios. The um, last, the last, the first one was what the night of Conor McGregor, and um, I remember we were watching Eddie Alvarez you and I were watching. Um, um, Paddy Rose Pimlet, and Paddy Pimlet yeah. in the media center in uh, MSG. So that was great events. Yeah. Um, and obviously Abu Dhabi is going to be on the same time. It's yeah. going to be a Friday night, Saturday night situation. So unfortunately, I won't be able to go to. I really want to go to one yeah. of those unplugged shows. But um, you know, you'd have to think Scott Malone's going to be involved. Yeah, you'd yeah. have to think maybe uh, Amma Singer. Will Paddy be, be back by then? Um, a bantamweight tournament though. Paddy's or band, no, yeah. just are, is oh. it just a bantamweight tournament? Um, I think it's um four fight fighters in the bantamweight tournament. Okay. So I guess two semi-finals will go down. Yeah. Um, and if Paddy, yeah, if Paddy, you know, Paddy, get up for yeah, that. Yeah, if it was going to be there, would. yeah, damn right. Um, but uh, yeah, very very interesting to see what happens there. Um, you're at a wedding this week. Yeah, how are you? How are you getting on? You seem fresh enough. I'm gonna say. I'm just. I think I'm actually. There was a lot of people sick at it, and there was a lot of drink at it as Dodging well. Food. So yeah, all that, cheap you know catering. What I mean? yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't never drink too much pizza. You know, no uh, way. No, never. Stay uh, within moderation all the time. <laughs> I'm a little bit tired. Moderation, uh, McGrath. That's, that's what it's killing me, man. The heat. Yeah. We're not used to it. It's really hot today in Dublin, mm. and I am just. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm actually not that bad. I think I'm just a bit congested. Maybe more than anything. A Did bit you? of cold coming on. Did you see uh, the John Jones news? Yeah. Alleged battery of a, a woman. Yeah, alleged. Yeah. 
man I know but I mean it's just another kind of it know, is it's it, another it's you know why is he going to nightclubs why is he going to whatever they were yeah. a nightclub I'm saying now it could be a strip club whatever who knows what it was, was. Yeah. but I think that's the suggestion but you is, know why yeah. is he putting himself in these situations that there's a possibility that he might get in trouble that's what's the real worry and thing Jones has come out Jones. and said you know don't believe everything you've read on the internet but um Mark Raimondi had a date back to April, so it's crazy that we're hearing about it now, I guess. But. Yeah, it's way. It was a long time ago. And yeah. The lady's name was Cinnamon, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Um, that is Brandon correct. Shaw posted that earlier on. Yeah, I'd say he regrets that one. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, <laughs> is this going to be a run-free week? Like, we've got through the Bellator splitting of the card. Uh, we've got through Leon Edwards winning, which usually provokes maybe a round or two. Yeah, no, but I think the thing with Leon, right, I just hope now that the English... And the British fans give yeah. him, you know, the respect he's he the deserves. He's the best best active fighter in the in the country now, without in, without a in, doubt. In the roster, and you could you could even say in, in Europe, yeah, he is. Well, and Khabib, well, Habib, yeah, I mean, on in the welterweight division, yeah, um, incredible performance again. So smooth, so technical, so cool. Yeah, his composure was, was just crazy. Like unreal. I mean, when, even in the fifth round, he's just there backing off against yeah. the defense. <laughs> and just, just have that one. But that's what I think. When a he fighter kind of RDA RDA. You he, know? he did RDA, RDA. That's not a bad way of looking at yeah. it, mate. No, but I, I was very excited to see that because when you see a guy perform like that, it sort of tells you that he's at that level where he can win a world title. When yeah. he's that cool, calm, composed. We saw the same from Usman when he yes. took the world title. Very, very important to, to keep as calm as he did. Incredible stuff. One thing I noticed in comparison to him and Kevin Lee was Kevin Lee is nearly bracing himself for those surges that when RDA is pushing you backwards, whereas Leon looked like this is completely what I expect. Mm. He waited mm. for RDA to load up and then jab straight to the face, elbow over the top. Beautiful. That elbow has becoming his signature yeah. thing, man. It's and so good. Listen to takedowns as well. In the oh, first yeah. Round. Like, there's like, so many there's different so things many different to be impressed. Yeah. Can, his jab is incredible. Throw into it. And, um, and some of his kicks as well. RDA was giving him the low kicks earlier on. Then he threw a few back yeah. in, the, in, the, in the third round. He did say his leg was a bit sore when we talked to him uh, earlier on. So, I mean, you, <laughs> it's going to be, isn't it? Listen, man. Um, you know, eight in a row now. <sighs> you know. What did they do with him though? That's the thing now. Does he's saying he, he's saying he that Masvidal fight that he wanted and he called for. I think does he get Usman? I think it's hugely important to look at that Colby Robbie fight. What happens there yeah. is going to play a part here. As you keep reminding us, Colby and, and Masvidal is not yeah. off the table in, in any circumstances. They did say if they do what they want to be for the belt out, right? I think that's what they yes. said, right? So I mean, I can see if Colby beats Robbie. The UFC might say, right, let's make Usman v. Colby because there's a good bit of fire there that they've been in public having. I think Colby is now at a point where he's not even worried about the belts. I think it's just money fights. And I think that will be a big money fight, but, you know, is it going to be the levels we're talking about? No. No. I think I think Masvidal v. Leon has a lot of heat right now. Um, we said it when originally, and, and I think... Well, look, look, it's a it. bigger fight for Leon now because of what happened with Aspen Definitely. and Masvidal. Definitely. You know? And it's a bigger fight for Masvidal now because of what's happened with Leon and RDA. Yeah. It's a fight I'd love to see. It's a, I'd love I'd love if that was next and that was going to decide the next welterweight contender. Um, but look, we won't leave you waiting anymore. Let's hear from yeah, the man himself. Yeah. Let's hear from Leon Rocky Edwards, um, who has cemented himself as one of the most elite welterweights in the world. That eight-fight win streak, only second to that of Kamaru Usman. Unbelievable, unbelievable stuff of the weekend. Let's have a word with Leon. I'll be back to you in about 15. And now we are joined by, undoubtedly at this stage, the greatest fighter hailing from the UK at the moment. A man who has once again underlined how elite he is with a, a five-round uh, one-sided victory over Rafael Dos Anjos. Let's call it what it is. 
and he is so kind to be joining us once again. It's Leon Edwards. Leon, how are you? And congratulations, sir. Thank you, brother. And I'm good. I'm good. Um, well rested. Just chilling. That's good to hear. I, I was just wondering, did you expect it to be that easy? I had you winning every round. Uh, I was doing the, the kind of breakdown round by round for MMAfighting.com, yeah. and a lot of people um, had the same scorecard as me. I mean, did you expect it to be that easy? Because that's how you made it look. Yeah, um, he, 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 he is good. He, he's a former champion. But all week I kept saying to the media that I am I am leads above, leads above this man. And, but like I said, I had to go out and prove it. But I, I knew... I, I knew it was going to be that easy. I, I, I got a great um, fight IQ of the game. I can break fights down to a T. And, and I, I knew everything you were going to do before you even throw it. So it was good. Yeah, like that's one thing I, I asked you about. Now, it wasn't on the podcast last week, but when I asked you about Gunnar Nelson, who kind of gave me a yeah. great insight into your ability as a fighter and how tactically sound you are and how smart you are when you're in there. I mean, do, do you gain a lot from, say, like the likes of RDA's victory over Kevin Lee? I mean, is that something you studied a lot? Because the big difference I noticed between you and Kevin Lee is how composed you are. As, as RDA's bearing down on you, as he's trying to put that pressure on you, you were like, this is fine, I, I'm, I'm completely expecting this. Yeah, I, I I was relaxed. Um, I, I was I was ready to go. Um, he's we got strikers ten of a dozen in the UK, so I I, I was not I, I would not shy away from a striking battle. And he's he, he never been out of struck. He's never been done what I've done to him compared to look look when he fought, fought Usman, when he fought Colby. I'm the only one that cut him up and busted him up and outstruck him. You know what I mean? So um, I've got a great eye for the game. I know everything he's gonna throw. I knew what he was coming in with, and I know what. Get myself into so the fight planned out. I thought it was, and that left elbow, man, that's becoming your signature thing. Okay. I mean, every time you yeah. exit the clinch, bang! I don't even know how you left do it. Like, I mean, how, Larry. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that is that something you do you see that as your signature move now? Like, I mean, it's so impressive how you always seem to get it in just as the the you disengage from the clinch, just as the, just as it breaking away. I I've grown to realize that MMA fight they know nothing about the inside work. It's like boxing, they're good on the inside and same as Muay Thai, they're very good at using like little knees and elbows on the inside and I, I, I've grown to realise that the MMA guys, they, they haven't got no clue of working, like they're boxing on the inside, using elbows, knees, punches, mixing it up, so I, I, land, I landed that elbow now my last three fights, I've caught them with it, I've dropped them with it, it's, 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 it's a beautiful technique I've added to my game and it's working wonders, so I'll keep chipping away until, I'll keep using it until, until someone can stop it. But I can't see. I can't see how they'll stop it because it's hard to stop. <laughs> I yeah. Uh, I've been asking you constantly, like, um, oh, do you think this is the one where everyone gives you respect? But I'm not going to ask you that this time. I want to ask yeah. what this win has shown you. What do you take from this personally when you go out there and you beat a former champion, a guy like RDA, who is really, as I see it, a gatekeeper for the championship conversation in that weight division? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's proved to me that what I'm doing, I'm doing everything right. I'm in the right. I'm in the right um, mind frame. I'm in the right situation I'm in, and I mean, I'm at the right gym, and everything is right at the moment. So it proved to me that I, I am doing everything right. Do not change nothing. Can just believe in myself, believe in my team, keep working hard, and I, I will get there. So I think it's, it's proved to me that just keep keep doing what I'm doing. Keep doing what I'm doing. I'm I'm competing and beating former world champions, defending world champions as well in RDA. Um, some consider him in high high remarks. You know what I mean? So. To go out there and outclass him um, in every way, shape, and form, it's it, it proven to me and my team that we are doing everything right and let's keep working, keep chipping away. 
get that get that tower shot next. If not, give him that weasel. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you about that later on. But one th- one thing I find <laughs> hilarious is in March everybody is saying. Oh my God, Leon Edwards isn't the best welterweight in England. Darren Till is, and now yeah. every everyone like now a few months later is like this guy is clearly the best fighter in England. I mean, you've been saying this for a long time, but I mean, does it feel good? Time, does it feel a good that everyone's time. saying it now? It feels great. Not 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 just the slowly realizing the slowly but surely they're all they're all clocking on now. But I've been saying this for a long time. I'm one of the best fighters in the world. Um, I I should not lose to these guys, and I'm leaps leaps above these guys. So. I'm happy now, finally, uh, the fans are clocking on, the general fans are clocking on, and the MMA media is clocking on, that I am one of the best fighters from the UK um, now. You you even seem that you, you think you're one of the best in the world. Maybe uh, the best well, in the UK is, is is selling it short a bit, is it, Leon? Yeah. yeah I, 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 I am one of the best in the world, that's a fact. But for the UK, girl, that's, that's just a done deal. But I'm, one of the best, uh, I'm one of the best in the world, and I can't wait to get my title shot to prove um, that I am the best in the world, so I'm looking forward to that. Yes, and let's talk about the man you uh, previously referred to as the weasel there. I think we all know who you're talking about. It's, it's Jorge Masvidal, and I think you did exactly the right thing by getting on that mic and calling his name, and, you know, he's come straight back out, and his claims that, you know, you're, you're putting people to sleep. What, what do you think of that? Do you think this guy knows that you have a style that will be very, very bad for him? Do you think that's the way he's thinking here? He doesn't want to take a risk against a guy like you? He's making every excuse in the book, brother. He's every, he's every, every time I fight, he's got another excuse. No, because of this, because of that, because of this. He's a journeyman. He's a journeyman of the game. He's, what, two and two? Two and three in his last five fights? You know what I mean? So, I see him as a journeyman in the game. got two two lucky wins, and that's it. He, he's, he's going around demanding shit like he's, like, like he's done something. He's a journeyman in the game, and that's it. Let's prove to the, prove to the world that he's one of the best fighters in the world. You know what I mean? Let's let's prove to the world he's talking all this all like the gangster and all this. Stop 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 running off, stop making excuses. Let's make the fight happen and let's get it done. But do you feel as though that's why he's doing it? He's doing it because he do he doesn't like your style for him. He's looked at what you've done to RDA and he said, I'm, Well maybe I, this I'm isn't a good the, idea. I feel so, I feel so. I'm one of the worst matchups for for him. He he's nothing compared to RDA. I believe RDA is a way better fighter than him. Um so I, I believe so. He knows that once I once I once he locked in the cage with me, he 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 got no chance of winning that fight. You know what I mean? And there goes his title dreams gone. So I think he's trying everything he can to hold on to that little that little spot he's got to try to try um get a title shot. But I don't think he deserves it, and he need, he needs to fight me. You wrote a fantastic piece for ESPN along with my good friend Mark Raimondi and it really gave us an insight that we'd never seen before into your life, uh, your early life in Kingston, Jamaica and then your life coming up in Birmingham and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and I, I really congratulate you for putting yourself out there like that but one thing that kept on going through my head as I'm reading this and I'm thinking about all the fans saying, oh he's scared, he's scared, a life that you've led like they surely have to understand now. There is absolutely <laughs> no way that you're afraid of this situation with Masvidal. I mean, you, like after no reading way, that, there's no way. <laughs> no way, shape, or form, bro. It was funny. <laughs> it was like when I was reading social media after, I think uh, when it happened, the incident happened, and it was like, oh, he's not about that life. He's scared. I was like, you, you guys don't know. I haven't got a clue about my life or what I've been through, what what, what 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 I'm like, and you haven't got a clue, you know what I mean? So it's all fun, it's all laughable to me. I, I laugh at them comments, but that man's a weasel. He's not on my level. Um, I'll school him when the time comes, and I'll show the world once again I am the best fighter in the world. 
we see like obviously Colby and Robbie is coming up here. Is there a better way this could go for you? Like, I mean, like, is it better? Do you think if, if Colby wins, cause maybe, maybe they'll set up the Usman fight and then Jorge will have pretty much no choice, but to fight you for a no, number yeah. one contender situation. Is that how you're seeing it? Like it's, it's, it's better for you because you might get Masvidal if uh, Colby wins. Do you, do you see any kind yeah. of situation um, there? Um, yeah, probably, probably. So yeah, it's definitely better. If, um, Colby wins. Like I said, they'll probably give him the title shot, and then Masvidal um, got nowhere else to run. You know what I mean? You have to fight me then for the number one contender spot, then go from there. But I also want to fight Usman, so I don't want I don't want that fight to happen. And Colby somehow beat Usman. Now that that fight's gone, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I, 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 I want to get, get all them fights in, man. So I don't want none, none of them fight to get away from me. I want that that weasel, and I want a rematch against Usman, and that's it. So. Is there a better option though? I mean, would you prefer like I mean, like it sounds like right the the, the title fight is about legacy, is about is about getting that win back. Whereas yeah. with Masvidal, this is so much heat and it's simmering. Yeah. I mean, is is there a better option? And I really feel that if you went in there and it goes the way you you think it would against Masvidal and you beat him, that opens you up to a huge audience because of the amount of pe- the amount of kind of traction yeah. he's generated lately. Is there a better option for you? Um, my my focus is to be a world champion. You know what I mean, my fault, it's not Masvidal, it's to be a world champion. So if I can get the title shot before Masvidal, that will be perfect. I'll, I'll beat Usman, then beat Masvidal. But if if they're not giving me that and they want to give me Masvidal first, then that's another that's another perfect situation as well. <laughs> so like I said, that that also that also up to a purpose, to um, a bigger audience. Um, I get I get to school the weasel and then onto the um, onto Usman. So either or, I do not give a shit. I am ready to go. I am one of the best fighters in the world, and I'll prove it time and time again. I'm uh, thinking about UFC London. I know it's a long way away, but we always know it's in March. Like, I mean, like it's hard to deny that you you are going to be. Yes, you've been saying Birmingham this for years, Birmingham. right? You've been saying this for years. And I see Ariel Awani's trying to take it as his idea now as well. This was your idea. No, no, no. That's my idea. I've been saying this for years, bro. They need to come back, man. They need to come back. MMA now has grown so much in my city. Especially with me and my brother doing what we're doing, and it, it, it's amazing now in our, in our city. So to come back, it, it, it'll be a, it'll be amazing. So hopefully. And you keep on winning. Do you feel as though that's becoming a stronger possibility? Like the UFC is like, uh, holy shit, Leon's uh, keeps on doing exactly as he says he's going yeah. to do. Do you feel like as you win more, they're kind of opening up to the idea? Yeah, I think so. I think the more I win, they, they, they have no choice. Let's make Master of a mean Birmingham. Oh my! That, that, <laughs> he probably wouldn't make it back home to be fair. But, <laughs> <laughs> but let's let, let's let's make me and him in Birmingham. How big would that be? That would be that, huge. That would be, be a that would be a car to make. That would be a huge car to make. So let's let me let me and him headline Birmingham and then go from there. Now I have to ask you. I have great respect for your manager Tim Simpson, and you know he comes he comes to these events. And I just one one issue I have with him is he's always trying to upstage his guys when it comes to the shoe game. I mean, in Stockholm, and Stockholm, he was wearing these PlayStation numbers, and I could see Jimmy Manuel looking at him like, "Come on, this is meant to be about me, Tim. What are you making it about you?" Did he try and do the same thing to you in San Antonio? That's what I want to know. He tried to, but he cannot keep up with my shoe game. My shoe game is a low level, so he got some big ass feet. But apart from that, <laughs> he cannot keep up with my shoe game. So you feel like you won? You won the war between you and I, Tim Simpson on footwear. I, I, I won it. I don't think he got enough good shoes for his size. He's like size thirteen, size fourteen. So <laughs> they, 
there's not much good shooters that can come in and fight him. But surely we have to give him credit then. The length he must have to go to to get himself a pair of shoes. Nike must have to specially make these things, right? <laughs> it's crazy. He was not living with him for two weeks it's like in San Antonio and his, his, his toes are so long. It's crazy. It's, like, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, why, why is the toes so long? It's mad. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe if you, you know, get a few more win bonuses, you could do some kind of surgery for him so he's able to buy normal shoes. That would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> But um, Leon, thank you so much for getting on to me. I really, really appreciate. It. What's 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 up with you now for the next day or so? Are you flying home? Are you already home? Are you still in San Antonio? I, I am. I am back home now. I'm back. I fly home yesterday, so I got back. I got back um, this morning. Um, I am jet lag, so I'm gonna try to get some sleep tonight and just just chill, recover. My legs are a bit sore from the leg kicks. Mm. Um, that's about it, really. Just chill, recover. Let's plot and see see where we'll go next. And is there big celebrations in the Edwards household? Like, will you all get together to celebrate this win before you yeah, kind of... Yeah, it, be, got big... Um, my mom cooks a great cook, so she's cooking for a big meal, and everyone, everyone comes around, my family comes around, and it's meant to be a heat wave as well in the UK in the next yeah. few days, so probably put a barbecue on, um, just enjoy it with my friends and my family, and just celebrate um, success and good living. Brilliant, Leon. You're you're the man. I really appreciate you. I know all the fans are going to be delighted to hear from you, and I can't wait to see what's Good next. Man. It's going to be exciting, whatever happens, I'm sure. Good man, bro. Thank you for having me. All the best, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. And absolutely brilliant to hear from Leon Edwards. Uh, a great guy for coming on, staying loyal to the Euro Bash. Gotta you, love that. You got you got him, Leon. Yeah, you got, you're one of us now. But um, you're Irish. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we claim you. The UK fans haven't enjoyed you enough, so we're just going to claim yeah. you as one of our own. They didn't grab Larry yet, anyway. <laughs> but um, well, let's talk about that elite performance. Really, like, um, shocked me. We talked about it at the the start, but I mean, when you like when you, when you consider that Jorge Masvidal gets on the. Uh, Twitter straight after and replies to Edwards. Is that not a more positive situation? Yeah, the fact is. that he is playing ball with him, so to speak. You it know is. What, I mean? what, what did he tweet? I didn't see it. I I made my like basically the gist of it was I've made my name from putting two people to sleep. You put whole crowds to sleep with how you fight. Yeah, and I'm like, but anyone who's watching he's, that he's, clearly knows yeah. it's a masterful thing that happened there. You know, clearly he's going watching the fight. Can fuck this guy is good. Yeah, that's I, what Leon kind of said. He thinks he's a worse matchup for him. Like you he's. Know? poking a finger of a little bit of interest there if he wasn't interested he wouldn't have tweeted no I don't think so I think that's how his studio is like he just cut that yeah. off don't want to give this any oxygen exactly so and imagine the shit talk like I could see this bringing Leon's personality right out because well, well the UFC made a mess of well they did originally they could have made more they could have made more of it yeah and I mean it, but I feel like as I said to you before I feel like it's on the slow boil I feel no matter what time you bring this up it's going to be a thing. I but don't like, know you, do you not remember at London, though? We got no answers. The press conference yes. was cancelled, obviously. Yes. Um, but we got no answers again, really, after that. It was from the two fighters. It wasn't yeah. from the promotion. There was no Dana White coming out con- con- condemning those actions. Um, it was just weird. It was ben a Askren actually had a really weird. good take on well, this. Well, he was the one who was talking the shit about no, it after but, more but, than anyone. But the, the thing he said, I thought that was very clever. They asked him, if you were Leon Edwards, how would you have got... <laughs> the Jorge Masvidal fight and he said oh we just told him I was pressing charges unless he fought me that's not a bad idea and I was like well it's gone now (laughs) I just think uh, you know and I I also feel like that ESPN article that I know you were at the wedding all week so you probably didn't see it but 
Uh, Mark Raimondi and Leon did a great article about his life um, in Kingston, Jamaica, and then moving to Birmingham and getting caught up in the gang culture, yeah, etc. Yeah. And I just think that article going out really kind of uh, threw a lot of water on, on the people who are suggesting, oh, Leon is afraid of this. Like, this guy had a lot of hardship in his life, you know, a lot of hardship. He's not, he's not afraid, man. When, no when, way. When you, when you go out, and we talked about it just before we went to the interview with Leon, and you're so cool and calm and connected like that, that guy doesn't give a shit about a lot of yeah. people you'd be able to put in front of his face. Mentally strong, really mentally strong. Unbelievable, yeah. man. And I think we look back again, we look back at some of, um, you know, the fights on this eight-fight win streak as well, you know. I remember when we, he fought Albert Timonov, we spoke about this last This is a bad one, this is a bad one for him. It's not a good one for him. Heavy left hand. What happens? Yeah. Choke that He silenced out. everyone. Yeah. Oh, look, he's un- he's unreal. Um, and I think his his, uh, his record he's put together is undeniable now since that was one loss. Um, Walt Harris, he got rid of Alexi yeah. Sharpish. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Flying knee, then the left hand, off you go. 12 seconds, was it? 12, 13, 11. 11 seconds. Sorry, 12. You're correct. I'm wrong. Jesus, yeah. It wasn't much of a... a, a I'm le- sorry, I got it wrong. Okay. Alexi looked like he buckled his knee or something as well on the way out, um, or ankle. Yeah, he was kind of stumbling out. Uh, yeah, it looked nasty at the time, but like, pfft. I know John Anik was, you know, very vocal in terms of we've a contender here. Do we? No. Four, I don't think so. Well, I, mean, I know like one win a heavyweight can go go a long way, but I mean, Alexi didn't look up to it against Overeem and didn't look up to it against Walt, obviously. I but totally um, you know. One thing I'll say for Leon as well, to fight on the same card as Greg Har- Hardy, who's a lightning rod for the sport at the moment, and for Leon to be the guy that's being talked about all over the world uh, now is a really good sign. Because usually when Greg Hardy fights, it's usually outrage, just different yeah. emotions about Hardy that's uh, overwhelming the news feeds, basically. But I'm seeing a lot more for Leon, and that's a good sign. But Juan Adams had a bit of a merit, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was willing to die for that single leg, man. And if yeah. you haven't read Chuck Mendenhall's article about this on the, but what you, uh, what's, the he do, what's he trying to do? Like his head is—it's just like he's just he's there. He must be like he hasn't moved. A guy he's of tried his, to move to the left or the right. Like a guy of his size, um, when he's in the gym, I'd say he doesn't like when he gets in on your leg like that. He's taking everyone down. Uh, like he's just too big. Like I mean, usually a, a guy like that who has D one wrestling experience, I'd say when he's on your leg, he knows you're going down. So I'd say like. He was in a situation there where he's on the leg going, why isn't this guy moving? Oh, he's going to have to go. He's going to have to go. And he eats 30-odd shots to the head. And the referee does the right thing. Like, I mean, if you're not intelligent, yeah, he defend yourself. Anything. Like, I just think I think it kind of points to the athlete hard he is, the, the power he possesses, the strength. And do, I mean, do we give him credit after that one? I gave him credit after the last one. I thought he improved. Um, I don't know. You see, it's, where that do was you... so quick, it's very hard to know if he improved. I think Juan Adams mm. was, like, you know, he, he was kind of responsible for his own downfall there a lot. Like, And I think that's why he was so pissed off uh, following yeah, the fight through so. his, his gum shield into the crowd. And, you know, I'm sure in his head, he's like, why did they stop it? I was fine. But he, the referee can just see you eating 30-odd unanswered shots, so that's yeah. the end of it. No, no bother there, but... I'm still the jury's out for me and Hardy. I don't think he's a great fighter. Um, I think still think he's learning, and I feel like. Um, what the, is there anything they can do with him next? Though is there? There's nothing really obvious that stands out. I haven't out, seen is there, anyone a make a really good call. Usually, you see people online yeah, yeah, make, yeah. having a shout. Like I, I don't know. I don't don't really. It's a tough one to gauge, isn't it? Well, it's like you have to bring in a, a different caliber of fighter for Greg Hardy because I'll fight him <laughs> for the right money. I'll fight him, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, moving on to Dan uh, Dan Hooker, who had a fantastic performance. We kind of called this. We had a good feeling he would um, 
knock out James Vick, but I mean, he did it very quickly. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, that left hook sent him hurtling. He was down, man. First of all, James Vick needs to take some time off. That's three bad losses in a row. Um, you know, tough fights where he's, you know, maybe not the Felder one, but he, he did take a fair bit of damage in that as well. But, you know, we look at the Gaethje fight, we look at that fight, you know, he's getting planted right out there, man. And, you know, really good from, from Hooker. And, and I hope he gets his just desserts after, um, you know, calling for, for the Australian car with his good pal Israel Adesanya. And I think... Um, yeah, he does it. Like, get him on there. Like, I mean, that, yeah, that's... It's with, a no-brainer. I think that's in the UFC's interest to have him there, you know? Oh, it's a no-brainer. But um, interesting to see as well that... Um, Ali Akinta was on Twitter. Uh, That's a great fight. It is. I That's love it. It's a great fight. It is. And I think that will be a great one for, for that card to serve. Um, somewhere, uh, obviously, in the, the, the top half of that card will be brilliant. Um, but, yeah, really, really impressive from Dan Hooker again. What what can you say? Yeah. He, uh, well, b- bouncing back as well from, the, you know, a tough loss against Edson Barbosa. Fight, a fight where everyone was like, oh, they should have thrown in the towel earlier. He looked fantastic. Nah, he showed real heart in that He's fight. An animal. He is. He is, definitely. Uh, rounding out the main card, it was Alexander Hernandez taking a decision win over Francisco Trinaldo. People disputing that one a bit online. A lot of people had it for Trinaldo. Very close fight, yeah, but was. that was... A run of nine decisions or something. I think it was nine or nine, ten. Nine, nine, I think, yeah. So that's the most consecutive decisions ever. Um, Is it? Fucking hell. It was a lot. When Are you, you going to apologise or for, for what you said about Andre Arlovsky? Oh, come on. Like, it wasn't that, What do you mean? It's like Muhammad like, Ali in there. Will you get out of here? It's like you, a young Ali. you stop? It was a, Look, it was a bloody poor standard He's, a, he's obviously back in the prime of his career now. Like, he, it's Yeah, he's, he's back. He's going to win the world title. That's we, what I think. Listen. Greg Hardy v. Andre Arlovsky. Yeah, there you go. Do it. I don't care. I'd watch that. Greg yeah, Hardy would die in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jesus. a bit strong. was a bit strong. Um, but no, listen, um, I didn't really see a lot in that fight. Ben Rothwell was hurt after the first 30 seconds. That's how, that's how lethal Andre is now. I know, yeah. He's just he's a killer. He's Re-invented a world champion again. Uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Well, uh, no, listen, it was what it, it, it is, what it was, was what it is, or whatever you want to fucking say. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> it was, come on, PT, come on. Brilliant! I thought he was majestic. I you think stopped. that's the best You're he's looked in a long, here, like, long time. No, it was. He's looked in about six fights, and it's not that we couldn't have gotten any worse. That was. Uh, Remember the Stefan Struve fight? Probably the worst fight I've ever watched in UFC history. Was just afraid to let the hands go. I think, oh, and on. then we've seen it there the other night, and we put on a better display. <laughs> I don't think so. For a whole half a minute. <laughs> <laughs> be a frantic 30 seconds. Alex Aceres gets a decision over Stephen Peterson. Raquel Pankton gets a split decision win over Irene Aldana. Uh, Clitson Abreu gets a decision win over Sam Alvey. Jennifer Moya gets a decision win over Roxanne Mataferi. That was not a great fight. Ray Borg, very emotional scenes. Him getting uh, a it's win good, yeah. over Gabriel Silva's child in attendance. That was really cool. Yeah. And starting the car. Oh. Mario Batista v. Jin Su Sun. He gets the decision there. Does Mario. And Felipe Corrales gets a split decision win over Domingo Pilarte. I think that's his name. Uh, yeah, didn't really. Tuned in for the main card because I had to do live blogs and I wanted to be well arrested. So uh, didn't get to see the, the beautiful decision fest. But uh, commiserations to all who did. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, I guess Edwards is the big talking point coming off this card. Um but second only to Andrei Arlovsky, of course. But, um, yeah, I mean, is that what the big takeaway? Do you think he's the story of the event? Anything else jumping out to you? No. Well, Leon, that's good. Give, give him the respect he deserves. Give him Put some respect on his name. Put him respect on his name, man. Um, yeah, listen, Leon deserves the respect now. If anyone's still doubting him, any English UK fans, uh, get a life, get yeah. support him, you know. 
great, great, great. They're great fans when they're behind you, so I just don't yeah. understand it. Why is this so difficult? Yeah. Like I was like, is it because he carried a Jamaican flag out once? Like he's born there. What what do you want? Yeah, like, exactly. Guys. Exactly. Um now they supported Lennox Lewis. Sorry? They supported Lennox Lewis and he was clearly Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Way oh, more sorry. way yeah. more non UK exactly. than, exactly. than uh, Leon. Get behind him. Right, let's uh, go to our second interview of the day. It's a man I've been dying to speak to ever since he shocked the world at UFC 239 um, with a left hook knockout of Luke Rockhold, which he has actually predicted uh, on Fight Week, which was amazing. So it's Mr. Jan Blakowicz, uh, former KSW champion, and a guy who's really propelled himself back into the, the, the talking mix. points of that yeah, light definitely. heavyweight division now. Um, so we wanted to talk to Jan about his outrageous predictions, the fact that he thought Thiago Santos could do a good job against uh, John Jones, and the fact that he called his own knockout, and what he's <laughs> looking for next. He's actually calling for Dominic Reyes, Anthony Smith, or a title shot. So let's hear from the man himself. We'll be back in about 10. And now we are joined by the man who shocked the world earlier this month by KOing Luke Rockhold with a technique he predicted in a round that he predicted. Who else could it be other than Jan Blakovich? How are you doing, my friend? <laughs> hey, I'm great. Thank you. I got to say, man, are you just home from America now? Have you guys been, been uh, yeah. in the US? Yeah. What, what have you guys been doing? Hey, after the fight, uh, I stay with my friend, uh, with my fiance, uh, for two weeks vacation in the USA. And today, a couple years, a couple hours ago, I just uh, coming back to to Poland. Well, and what parts of the US did you go, did you travel to? Yeah, we going to first of all to LA for one week, and uh, another week we spend in Florida, Miami. Well, and what did you so have a good really, time? Really, really nice, really nice two weeks, you know. So, I, I think I deserve for this vacation, so it's a really <laughs> nice time over there. <laughs> yes, you definitely do deserve a vacation. And I'm wondering, when you're in the U.S., after after KOing a guy who was massively popular in the U.S., did you notice a lot? Did, did a lot of people notice you? Were people coming up to you and asking you for pictures? Yeah, yeah, I feel it. You know, people start to recognize me on the beach, uh, on the airport, uh, almost everywhere. So it was really nice, you know. Uh, uh, I, I, yeah, it was uh, something uh, nice for me. W- would you say? Uh, of course, after 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 the fight, a uh, lot of people waiting for me in the hotel. You know, uh, make photo with me, have a five. You know, so it was really really nice. Amazing! It's what after. you deserve. It's what you deserve, and it's such a huge win. Does it feel like the biggest win of your career? I, you know. Maybe, maybe, but still, I believe that the, the biggest is some somewhere in the future, you know, mm. <laughs> still yes. waiting for me. But uh, yeah, so this time, I think this is the, the biggest one. When you were predicting how this would go down, did you ever feel like you were giving up your game plan that maybe Luke Rockhold would see that you're talking so much about the left hook and in the second round? Did you think about that at all, that maybe he could be... All the time. Right. I- you know, I said before the fight in the interviews that I'm going to knock him out in second round. You know, I believe in that, that I can knock him out. I see this in my dreams when I do my mentality training and stuff like this. I all the time see this uh, left hook uh, that will knock him out. And like I said before, that I watch uh, uh, his fight against Michael Bisping, the, the second one, mm. when he also knocked him out uh, uh, by left hook. And I, I just feel in, in my, you know, all my body feel that it will come. You know, and I will do this. And then the Polish steel came. The is that Sorry? what you're calling the Polish steel? That's what we've been calling it here. Uh, the the strength of your left hand. We call it. It's like Polish steel, like Polish metal. Oh, 
polished steel. Oh, I like it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did, was it more satisfying to beat a guy like Luke because he seemed to be overlooking you, because he was talking about Joan so often? Was it more satisfying for you to win in that way because of the way he was ahead of the fight? Yeah, it was, you know, knockout always stays better, you know. <laughs> you can win by, by submission, by decision, but knockout always stays the the better. You know, this is the best feeling when you uh, knock someone out, you know. I don't want to break his jar, you know, but uh, but I want to knock him out, you know. And I did it. <laughs> and it's, you know, great feeling. <laughs> did you see in the post, uh, post-fight post press conference that Dana White was saying that he thinks Luke should retire? Do you feel like that's a bit hasty? Maybe they're getting too crazy with sentiments like that? Like, do you feel like I don't know, you know, a lot of people go to retire that after that they coming back. I don't like <laughs> when someone would say that, okay, now I'm going to retire. You know, they make party, you know, they celebrate, they go into to retire. And two years later, okay, I coming back, you know. So we will see. This is his decision. We will see what he's going to do. It's uh, not my business right now. <laughs> I think you... I wish the best in his life and, and that's it. Yes, yes. Um, you also told me before uh, that event because obviously Thiago was fighting John Jones in the main event, and you were saying, you know, I really believe in Thiago. You were saying, you know, I believe he can he can definitely give Jones a good fight. But it was a really amazing fight that he put on against Jones. Were you surprised by how good he was? Uh, no, because I know that that he 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 can won this fight. You know, but Jones was better. But uh, everybody see that uh, Thiago also was good in this fight. And, you know, I trained with him before my fight. We do last two or three sparring sessions in, in Vegas with Thiago. And I know that he's really good, in really good shape. Uh, and I know that he, he, can, uh, he can do a really good fight against John Jones. Yes, especially when you consider how injured his knee was uh, very early on in the fight. Yeah. It's, it's quite impressive. Yes, it is. You know, you know we are the fighters and uh, <laughs> that's it. You yes. want to fight and fight and win the fight. So after the fight, you're gonna, you know, go to a doctor and <laughs> repair yourself. <laughs> the um, after after the fight, a lot of people seem to think that John Jones is not invincible anymore. A lot of people feel like Santos has given a good blueprint on how to beat Jones. Like, do you feel after watching that fight that Jones is is more beatable of a fighter? I don't know. You know, every 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 everybody, everyone is different. You know, and some someone is good for you, someone is not good for you. You know, some 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 style of fighters you like it, and someone style you don't like it. And and you never know. You know, it's also how you feel in the day fight. Day fight. Uh, it's I don't know. You know, I don't know. <laughs> There were many people that were kind of saying if Luke Rockhold had have won, he would have fought Jones. Is there any part of you that's like, maybe I should be fighting Jones next uh, in this situation? Is that? I hope so. I hope so. If that's true, that when he will, he will win against me, he's going to have a title shot. So it's normal that I should have title shot right now. You know, It's normal for me. <laughs> Do you feel close? Like, does see. it feel close for you at the moment? Maybe closer than it has before? I know that you have put together some great runs with the UFC and I know that you are coming into this fight off a loss, but because of the opponent you've beaten, a, a former world champion, do you feel like it, you are you are very close to this now? I hope so. I believe in that I'm really close. Maybe one more fight and then title shot or maybe 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 now title shot. We will see. Uh, we have to, you know, talk with the... Uh, speak with the UFC about this 
my, my, my manager has to do this, and we'll see what's going to be next. I hope so the next fight will be for the title, but we will see. Maybe maybe Anthony Smith or maybe Dominic Reyes. Reyes yes. Dominic, yes, yes, they are very only, good fights. Only these uh, three, three fighters, you know, interest me right now. Anthony the Smith? Is, yes, of course, uh, John Jones. And if not John Jones, so it would be Anthony Smith or Dominic Reyes. And when, when ideally would you like to fight again? Because a lot of people um, have been asking, you know, when do, when do we think we're going to see you back again? I, I know you've only fought earlier this month, but is there an ideal time for you? Would you like to fight again before the end of the year? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm just coming back from my vacation. <laughs> I, need, I need, you know, go to the gym, make some, a few trainings, see how I feel. And then I can uh, say, okay, after two months, I'm going to be ready, maybe three, two months. Of course, in this year, for sure in this year, but uh, uh, I don't know when. So you've been away celebrating in the U.S., and now you've come home. Does this mean you have to celebrate again? Do you have to go and celebrate with no, your family and it's friends? A, it's enough celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> it's enough. Of course, I will go to see my friend, eat some you know, dinner with them, uh, <laughs> but, but no more drinking. <laughs> no. <laughs> You could be competing at heavyweight next. Is that what you're telling us? Right now, yes, heavyweight, of course. Right now, I'm a big heavyweight guy. Jan, you're an absolute gentleman, and um, I just want to congratulate you again on a fantastic win. And just, just one more, one more question. If if it does come down to Anthony Smith or Dominic Reyes, who would you prefer? Who do you think is a better matchup for you? I think both these guys. They are really good sportsmen, really good fighters, and uh, you know, it's going to be a pleasure for me to fight or Dominic Reyes or Anthony Smith. But I would like to fight against John Jones. <laughs> Absolutely. And you like that fight? Yeah. Do you think you, you give him a different look as well than Thiago did with Jones? Do you think that it's a different kind of fight for him? Of course. Because, you know, I'm a completely different fighter than Thiago is. Different style, different move, different speed. Uh, so, of course, it's going to be a different fight. Jan, thank you so much for doing this. I, I can't wait to uh, course, see I what's see, next. I, uh, Thiago showed me a few things what I can use against uh, John Jones. Very good. But this I will tell you after the fight. <laughs> so no predictions beforehand. Yes, be. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, Jan, you're a gentleman. I can't wait to see you back in there. Congratulations on a fantastic win. And thank you so much for giving, you, giving us your time today. No problem. I thank you also. And... See you next time. <laughs> All the best, sir. Bye-bye. All the best for you also. Thank you. Great to hear from Jan Blakowicz. Uh, he didn't like me calling his left arm Polish steel. He didn't quite like He said it was fine. I why, thought why it, I think it's like better. It? He just was like, what do you mean? And I was like, like Polish metal. And he's like, that's nah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, fair play to him. He's only back from the US today, so great for him to get on the phone and speak to us. All of them go back so quick. Well, yeah, it's been there for two weeks. All right, fair enough. So we went to the family and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, great to speak to him. Let's take a look at this weekend's action, beginning with UFC 240. It's that title fight. Controversial when it first uh, arrived out. The um, the meeting of Max Holloway v. Frank Yeager. One thing I'll say for Frank Yeager here, he's fighting Max Holloway at the right time. He's just fought at 55. He was in a war with Dustin Poirier, and here comes this fight. I think it's a, a good time for for Frankie to be fighting uh, Max Holloway. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. It's going to be interesting to see who bounces back after losing to Dustin. Um, Max 
or sorry, Frankie put on a pretty impressive performance last time out as well, bouncing back also from defeat um, against Brian Ortega. So, yeah, listen, you know, a lot of people are sort of moaning about what they were going to do and about Frankie getting that title shot. But listen, it's there now. It's a good fight. Why um, cry over spilt milk, as they say? Exactly, it is. Listen, um, Frankie's an all-time great. Um, you know, Max Holloway is two two really good fighters, two fighters I love watching. Um, I think we're in for a really good fight, but obviously I think you're going to have to favour Max Holloway. I agree, I agree. Uh, Chris Seiborg's in an interesting situation in the co-main event against Felicia Spencer, who uh, got that debut win over Megan yep. Anderson. Chris is uh, approaching her final fight with the promotion, but, with, um, you know... I feel like this is a win. This is going to be a win for her, and then maybe give her a better kind of point for leverage. Then the next time it's, it comes around, like, like, what do they do with her if if, if she wins? Do they do the Nunes fight? Are they going I to guess do a that's rematch? What, that's the that's the one, isn't it? I suppose so. It's the only one. Like, what else has Nunes got to do at this point? You know what I mean? She's she's beaten everyone. She's starched everyone. Let's be honest about it. And um, yeah, I, th- I think yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it, it is the one to do. But I'm interested to see how Felicia Spencer gets on here. She's 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 looked pretty decent. She looked good against Megan Anderson. Definitely, she yeah. did. Um, but Megan's been very disappointing. So yeah, massively. You know, I'm yeah. not I'm not a big fan. I don't slate Megan or anything. But you know, I think there's just way too many areas. We've talked about in the past. Her stand up, she gets hit too much. Um, yeah, uh, she's get she's just out grappled every fight. I feel yeah. like as soon as it goes to the ground, she finds it very difficult. You know. Um, and I feel like really when they were bringing her over from Invicta, there was all those issues at the start. It was really time to make that cyborg yeah. fight then. Yeah, it was. And, you know, now she's kind of become the person who creates the next opponent for uh, Chris Cyborg, yeah. well, really. That, well, that's it. That really yeah. is it. That's the way they have to look at it because they, they don't have a plethora of options like they do no. in, in the other women's division. So, it's, yeah, it's tough. This card isn't fantastic outside the, the no, main no, and co no. Um We have a few... Uh, European attractions on there. Um, I don't know if we can claim Ironman Sarzukian Sar- as one of ours. He fought um, Islam Makashev in his last fight. And he gave him a very good go, it has to be said. So uh, fair play to him. He's fighting Oliver Oban Mercier, the Canadian gangster himself. Yeah. We also have on the main card Christoph Jocko, who's recently returned to winning ways. And he'll take on Mark andre Barrio, it looks like to me. How do you pronounce that? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That looks like what it says to me as well, uh, Mr. Carl. So, yeah, we'll, we'll go along with that one. <laughs> um, there's a really nice flyaway fight on the undercard with Alexander, Alexander Pantoja and Davison Figueiredo. Jesus Christ, these names. Um, all Brazilian action there. Like That's going to be right at the top there, that flyaway division now. That's gonna that's nearly a contender fight at this stage. Definitely, Pantoja. We've been a big fan of his for a long, long time. Even though he took out my favourite. Neil. Yeah, we don't want to... <laughs> But you know, I'm looking forward to seeing Hakim Dowdy as well. Like in fairness, he was he was pretty impressive um, against. Yeah, I think that was a joke against Kyle Bochniak when he got that split decision. It was a piss take. He clearly won the you playing the three rounds. Um, really, why <laughs> your foot I was, was going? I was <laughs> itching. Sorry, didn't pick it up on this. But looking forward to seeing him back in there as well. Um, yeah, it isn't great. I wouldn't be massively excited about this card. I love the main event. I do like me and Hakeem, though. That's a, he's yeah, a good to yeah, watch. Yeah, he is good. And um, yeah, that's, you know, for me, mm, yeah, well, let's outside, go to the, outside of that, nah. Let's go to the card everybody's talking about. Brave CF24. Um, Jesus. Won't be attending the event, but, um, you know, I think they lost a big fight there in Amir Albazi and Blaine O'Driscoll. Like, Amir's out of the fight. That was a huge one for Blaine, I felt. Like, Amir's well-respected. The only fight he's lost to was Jose Torres for the brave title. If Blaine had won that fight, he would have been up for probably another world title fight. So, um, 
tough one there. I think I thought that was a really good fight. Um, Bubba Jenkins is taking on Lucas Martins. It's a high-level fight there in the main event. But, you know, Keane Cowley uh, is taking on Magic um, in the co-main event. Aiden James, Cameron Els. I mean, Ian Cleary, SBG Charlestown, yeah. is uh, the curtain joker for this event. Like, I mean, there is some intrigue there for from this part of the world. But I can't help but notice, like, it seems like they're spending more money on guest fighters than they are putting the fight card together. Like, I mean... It's, it's an odd one. You know, some of the emails, I think, from the PR team have been... They'd be more like... Um, I don't even know... I don't even know what you call media them. media like it's... Like, yeah, it's like they're teasing us when they're supposed to be... Telling us actually just telling us the information. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're having a big auction. Yeah, very... Apparently, sp- Artem <laughs> is going to discuss a fight with Amir yeah. Khan. Um, um, yeah, you know, John Cavan is in attendance. Um, you know, lots of these, people in attendance. Yeah. Jimmy Manoa... Aaron uh, Chalmers, like yeah, I mean, it's going to be amazing, um, man. I don't know what you know. I don't know what these. Uh, I don't know what their long term plan is. Really, I, I feel it feels like they're trying to stimulate media interest through everything but the fights. Yes, and that's totally. just a bit weird for me. It's the the package around it. Um, when you know, not necessarily. You know, I don't think people are going to be too drawn to the card. Like, if you're paying money for it as well, like, I don't... I no, don't it's invite really, only. Yeah, invite I know, yeah. Is, that the, is this the invite only one? I thought yeah. that was in Belfast. Or I don't even know what's going on here with this. That wedding took its toll. It did take its toll. Sorry about that. I'm just a bit flustered here. But it's a bit weird, right? And I understand the IMF uh, do a lot of business with the, the promoter. Yeah. Like, you know, um, all the events take place in Bahrain and stuff like that. And this promotion is born out of Bahrain. But I just didn't think that was a good look, the IMF kind of saying, this is going to be a pivotal look. moment in MMA history or something today. And it, I was like, just yeah, stay out of that stuff. Like, you guys yeah. should just be only dealing with amateur stuff. Like, you know, 100%. that should be the way it is. Um, it is, yeah. It's not a good look. And I think it's something really that um, has clouded a lot of things with, 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 with IMF in, in terms of what they're doing, you know, with the worlds, with the Europeans, all that, their partners. But listen, yeah, as you said, maybe just keep that out of it and don't really say much or get involved in it. And I think that's the best way to approach it. But um, I don't know. I don't know who's writing those press releases anyway. It's, it's a bizarre. <laughs> I, will, I will try and get a pass to watch it, um, you know, just to see the lads that we know. Oh, no, no, definitely. No, I, I agree. But if if they're looking for big bucks for, you know, they're not going to get it and pay with you <laughs> because I'm not, not being disrespectful, but, you know, um, I just, I'm not sure the, the strategy's been right in, in how they've promoted it. Uh, it seems, yeah, like, I mean, the fights aren't taken, the, the fights should be taken prior to place. Yeah, and it's not. Yeah. So uh, it's flying under the radar quite a bit as well. Yes, yes. Um, so that's all because we only have two guests this week. We we think that will be the format from now on because uh, Tuesdays are getting increasingly hectic for me. Um, but any plans for the weekend? Or are you just going to take it easy <sighs> now after the, your... It's the weather's so good. It's hard for me to sit in depending on how I feel. But Is Love Island still on? Yeah, it's shit though. It's got shit. Ever since your girl left? Yeah. I haven't really enjoyed have it as much. approached her? Have you tried No, to, I thought you, someone on Twitter would have started a campaign, but that, that fell by the way, so it's very disappointing. Easel didn't even do it. I thought she no. would definitely do it. No, yeah. I thought if anyone was going to be out there sorting these two guys out, it's Easel. Yeah, Easel Cody, you're a disgrace. Um, Look, we forgive you this time. Yeah, no, I had a good weekend, so I'll probably, um, probably chill this weekend. Have a nice one. Get some things together I'm working on. and Get back um, to your meditation probably as well. Yeah, probably get to my... I'm going to actually become a monk yeah um, as you do on yeah. occasion oh yeah yeah. Um, so no won a few quid on Larry at the weekend happy with that 
Yeah, let's talk about that. You've once again called it, and once again, you know, in fairness, right? It was my birthday. I was uh, drinking. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, I wanted my funds to be dedicated towards that noble cause. But um, I, as soon as I woke up, I think Friday morning, and Larry was out in front. I was like, ah, oh. odds were sliced many, many different ways. Yeah, they were gone right down. So I was like, ah, oh, well. Yeah, I think a lot of people were like that, especially after he put a serious round in on Saturday, sixty-three, and yeah, it was over after that. Sixty-three, yeah. It was brilliant. Great offening, man. Sure, he's the talk of the town, Peter. Yeah, I believe he's come up to the capital today. Fair play to him. He has indeed. Um, he's going back down tomorrow. There's a party in his local GAA club. You, you, your nephews met him and all, did they? Oh yeah, yeah. He's a lovely guy, Shane. So uh, my uh, my brother-in-law would have dealings with him. Yeah. So selling drugs, was he? Uh, no, <laughs> not at all. Don't be saying that. Um, so yeah, they had the Clark joke there today. A couple of my nephews and stuff, which was uh, which was nice to see. And um, did yeah. you see him, uh, Blanche? Mad? No, I don't think he would be going to those uh, those parts. Do you know what golf is in Blanche? <laughs> <laughs> no, we have oh, no. a pitch of book cars though. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's well hacked up at the yeah, weekend. It's in it? bits. It's in bits. Cars burned out <laughs> but, on the greens. Listen, now, fair play to Larry. It was an incredible victory. And um, yeah, looking forward to just probably chilling after last weekend's. No Wedding big cricket antics. games this weekend or anything? No. No. no there's, a, there's a fight I'm going to watch. Frankie Edgar and, uh, and Ting. Never heard of him. No, but, um, I don't know who he is. Look, thanks very much for our beautiful guest this week, Leon Edwards and Jan Blakovich. Fantastic, oh, fantastic guys. Yeah, I know. I'm trying my best. I feel like every time I get on the phone with him, I, I mess it up though, and he's like, come on, Beatsy. Jesus. Beatsy, I'm going to eat your head off. I wanted to just call him Polish Steel from now on, but that's out the window. So, I uh, think that's a great name. I I think actually, I, I he, well, well he was disgusted. I, I feel like he went easy on me, like he could have slated me if I was a native Polish Did you Polish stop speaker. the interview? No, no. I probably wouldn't have gone down I was like, well if what do you live. think of Polish Steel? Silence. <laughs> So uh, these things happen in rock and roll. Uh, we can only move on. Um, it's been beautiful to spend time with you as always. No? It has a very hot Dublin. You're always hot. You're yeah. always delicious. Hotter than normal, I'd, I'd like to think. A new haircut as well. I didn't see the haircut. Of a no, hat on, you look. have it under a hat there. We're there we all go. Look. Oh, it's look absolutely stunning. It does. It does. Uh, and so, I mean, you're you're far cry away from, me. from uh, Ryan Court is cutting the mullet into that hair now, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I am a bit, am I? You've done the... But my hair does grow like wildfire. You've done reds are in the burger joint. Next one has to be Ryan Court is cutting a mullet into your head. I think that's the only way to do it. Yeah, someone want to fucking pay me to do it. Grand, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll start a a Patreon. But um, yeah, that's everything we have for you this week, lads. Thanks very much. We love his loads. And uh, yeah, stay beautiful. Stay sunny, Dublin. Yeah.